Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Welcome to Relax, the podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. And I am the additional driver on your car insurance. Really? Is that how I that works? So. I don't it's know. not like there has to be one primary person and then there's other people yeah, on it. Yeah, it's funny that like, you're the primary person and you uh, don't drive. You don't drive. But is that how that works? When you're uh, eloped. What? When you're married, yeah. When you're eloped. Stop elope. touching my things. I'm trying to get it down. Sorry, I'm always trying to fix the microphones. I should always do this before we start filming, but I fail at it. Anyway, Lovey, who should relax this week? I think that late checkouters should relax. Late let me ex- let me explain yeah, what I mean by this. Uh, when a trip has done, a vacation, a trip, a getaway, what mm-hmm. you will, when it is done, mm-hmm. when I wake up and it's that last day, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go home. I've like that I've, is not true, but okay, I, no, continue. no, I am. I am ready. To, I am ready to okay. get out. Like I'm anxious <laughs> to get home, back to my comfortable surroundings. I am not. I am not well. <laughs> It's our last day. Let's let's hang out here for a bit longer before we drive home. I I am not. Oh, the front desk said they will hold our bags as we walk around for two hours for no reason. I'm ready to go. When it's the last day of a vacation, I want to go home. It's so funny you say this because that has never been my experience you, with however, you. You, however, are a late checkouter. Wait, this You're is like I'm so confused. Well, they said this we can have a late checkout happened. and we we can stay or or like well, this you, this happened two days ago where you where. We were, we were, I was prepped that our checkout time was 11 a.m., mm-hmm. ready to go, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. You say to me at 11.30 a.m., hey, they said we could stay all day if we want. Yeah, like, and, and you we're, were at a magical place. And, and you just are like, well, I'm going to go uh, see some chickens. And I was like, I was ready to go okay. poop at home. You are wild. I was ready for a home toilet. You're wild, love. You're wild and crazy and causing chaos <laughs> in your own mind. Because that's not even what happened. First of all, you've never been a person who's like, oh, it's 6 a.m. Time to check not, out. No, like, not 6 a.m. No, that. but like the last day of vacation for me or a trip or whatever is not like a bonus day. It is the day to get home. Fine. But that's this is the first time you've ever declared this because you've always waited till the last second to check out everywhere we've ever been. That is a fact. And second you of all, no sense. Lately. Second of all, this was a personal the, attack, by the, the way. Ranch, when we were at the ranch, we just, we last week took a little family trip for a couple of days to this really awesome ranch farm with alpacas and sheep and chickens. It was magical and amazing. Um, the people who own and run the farm were like, you guys can stay all day if you want. So I came back to Eric and I said, hey, they said we could stay all day t- if we want so we don't have to rush. And you're like, what does that mean? I was like, that means we don't have to go right now. We can go in like an hour. And in fact, we left like 15 minutes later. I know, but you implied to a large group of people, hey, we can stay all day if we want to. I was to. letting them know I, they wanted to. They what could. What was the we look on my face as you- 15 minutes later. 
So we sure did. You need to relax. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, I wasn't. Here's the thing. You asked me what I think needs to relax. I gave an example, and then but you and it wasn't. It, but you relax, t- you somehow you... took it personally, and then had to make it personal against <laughs> me. The ridiculousness of that. I turned it into something personal. You're talking about a specific situation that happened to us personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's on record. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I guess. We need to relax because you do that too. You wait till the last second to check out on a vacation weekend. But I okay, that's a very specific thing that you feel needs to relax. I wasn't trying to make it specific. I was literally talking about the concept of the last day of a vacation okay. is not a day of a vacation. It's a day to get home. And I don't, I, I don't like. I know you do, and I don't like like this borrowed time of the last day of vacation is like, well, we can still walk around. Well, if you pay for the day, if you pay, why would you not want to be like, hey, we're like, if I'm in Hawaii and I've paid for all these days and my flight's at 5 p.m., I'm not going to be like, it's 6 a.m. Let me get out of this Hawaii place. I'm going to be like, I'm going to go to the pool. I'm going to go to the beach. No, not me. I can't do it last day because it just feels like you're on borrowed time. It feels like you're trespassing. It's so strange because you've never done that. You've always stayed till the last second. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking conceptually. (laughs) You're making it personal. You're attacking me. No, it's it's not personal. Uh, You're so ridiculous. Anyway, you know who I think needs to relax? Thinks needs to relax. First of all, me. I can't talk. You know who I think needs to relax is me whenever I'm writing in a diary. Because today's episode uh, is all about my old journal entries and my old diary entries, which if you've been following me for a long time, You have read a lot of my diary entries with me on the internet. I love keeping diaries. It's like a very important thing to me in my life. And I've done it since I was very, very, very little, like since I could start writing. And I've always read them to the internet, but Eric has never read. You've read like the ones that, you know, are in the, my diary book. Like I, this is such a huge part of my life that I I wrote a book based on it. Like, yeah. Um, And I'm aware of like a couple bits in your live shows. Right. Where you have used uh, actual real life childhood journal entries right. and, and riffed off them. Um, but yeah, this was actually this episode was actually my idea mm-hmm. because I always catch you reading old diaries. You mm-hmm. have stacks of them. Stacks. And um, me, I, I don't I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I had a couple books that I journaled in but like would do it once every six months and then only did it like four times and then I grew up on the east coast where we have basements and there was water damage and they are gone there's nothing oh, there's no so trace evidence of of uh my angsty childhood very dramatic a doodle was involved so I think somewhat similar to at least the ones that I've seen of yours but hey we got stacks of them here Let's, Stacks. let's get into it. Well, I've always said, like, I would love for you to read through some of my journals. It's always been something I've wanted you to do because Eric doesn't really watch my videos ever. I don't think you've ever really watched a vlog or anything. I've been vlogging daily for a year. I don't think you've seen one. And was that okay? That's fine. You live it. I you li- live yeah. it with me. Um, you don't need to see what There's I'm up to every day. There's moments that I like vlogs. look forward to looking back on. But, right. in, but in like real time, especially this year, I feel like I'll live, I'll live that. Yeah. Stuff. So um, I don't know. I just think it's an interesting side of me because it's like my most vulnerable self throughout the years. And so he came to me today and was like, hey, what if we read your old diaries for the for the podcast? And I was like, that's interesting. I've done that a lot online, but I've never done it with you. Mm-mm. And I'm so curious to know what you would think of these things. 
And some of these things I've read online over the years and some of them I haven't. So there's some new ones and there's some old ones that I think are really funny. So we're going to oh, go through, but look at this stack. I, if you're watching yeah. online, this is a stack of diaries I've chosen for today. So we've got- you Show the, like they're very colorful. This yeah. one is decoposched. Yes. Is that what that's called? Uh, um, I call Mod Podge, like a collage. Um, I don't know what decoposch this one, is. Like, I think that's a word. This one is very old and the cover has fallen off of it. Um, so we have, I'll, I'll tell you what all these are. This one on the top here. I got when I went to Kansas when I was 11 years old and I wrote in it for a long time. Um, it is now missing the cover. And this one's from high school. I want to say every time I catch you reading these, mm -hmm. was, which is often, I feel like there's a drawer downstairs yeah. by our TV and you'll sometimes just pick one out. Mm -hmm. You're always laughing hysterically right, because at your so younger self. Interesting. Like, it's so interesting. Sometimes I'm like fascinated with how I haven't changed. And sometimes I'm fascinated with how much I have changed. And sometimes I'm laughing at how unbelievably dramatic I am and how that hasn't changed. But, but like, like the perspective has changed. Yes, yeah. so much. Yeah. And But it also I feel like, it's going to sound weird, but reading myself <laughs> from my younger years, I feel like it makes me a better mom. And that sounds really weird, oh, but I think it's because reading journal entries from a 10-year-old from an eight-year-old, from a 12-year-old, from a teenager, and reading how like my problems then, even though now they seem so stupid and small, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic that I thought that was such a big deal or that was a busy day. I remember feeling it being like the weight of the world, like how I would feel now about like taxes or buying a home or like you know, something big and dramatic and devastating in life. It's yeah, like the uh, same devastation. Yeah. As imbalanced as, as it is, you have this emotional record of your past, which I am honestly jealous of. Mm -hmm. But I also think you spent a lot of time doing I this. I did. And when it, I was not. But I just feel like it helps me so much now to like have perspective. So like when, when Flynn ever gets upset about anything, I'm like, oh, to him, this is like if a toy breaks, I'm like, this to him is just as devastating as like the most devastating things I've ever experienced this year. Yeah. So it gives you the you relative, know? like, like, as opposed to like when you're it's like, that's just nice a reminder. truck, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like guy, like we'll get you a new truck, but to him it is, it's not just a truck. It's yeah. like, he so needs a hug and it needs me to like validate his feelings. Interesting. And yeah. So like, I feel like that, but also, um, you know, there's times where I wrote down my feelings instead of talking them out. And I'm like, oh, what can I do to help Flint feel like it's okay to talk about his feelings and not like hide them in a journal? Even though I don't think this is hiding feelings. I think it's therapeutic to write out your feelings. You're expressing them. Yeah. That's so anyway, I don't know. I, I feel like I learn a lot about me and about life and about being a mom, like just through this, you know, it's very, it's just interesting, but a lot of it is just really funny. So we're not, we're not going to, don't worry. It's not going to be like a psychological episode like of like diving into the psychoses of my brain it's it's no, most, you, this you is gonna have, be you hilarious. Have a therapist i do have a therapist yeah. um so anyway we have one from when i was 12 we have one tr from high school years this one's very dramatic this one's high school and college but it's a prayer journal so in college you did this i do it now i've always done it <laughs> this one i'm like little like I think I'm like 10 and this was the pee slash poo journal with my mom so whenever we were in the bathroom we would write back and forth to each other and that's what this one is it's a Lisa Frank small little diary Obviously, so every time yes. I pee or poo or my mom would pee or poo we would write a little note to each other and there's some very funny exchanges in this one want to touch that one um 
Yes, you do. Trust me, it's worth the pea particles. (laughs) This one is another prayer journal, I think, from maybe college. Um, This one... Is that different from a regular journal, a prayer journal? Yes. What are the, can you define both of those for a me? A prayer journal is I where no you, idea. a prayer journal is when you write to God or it can be, or devotional journals when you write out devotions and kind of describe like what you learned in a Bible. But my prayer journals are prayers to God. Is like this something they're literal that prayers. was required of you that everyone did or no, was encouraged? No, it's pretty common. Like, it, you know, in my church and in my college, which was a religious university, that was pretty common to have a prayer journal where you would sit and like focus and devote time to God each day and like pray to him and talk to him about whatever you're going through. And mine were pretty interesting. So, I mean, interesting and sad. <laughs> but anyway, this one, I'm really little. <laughs> so different than my experience. I know. I can't imagine. This one is is very old. I think I'm probably, I don't know, around 10, uh, 10 11, 12. I don't know. Um, this one is, hmm. Oh, this is another prayer journal. Um, I love that the first page, I just opened it and it says, this journal belongs to, and I put me. Yeah, that'll get back to you. <laughs> I want just to give you guys a little a little preview of what you're about to experience. This is the first page of this prayer journal that I just opened up. And I want Eric to read just the first line. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, is a prayer to God. This is 2007. 2007. <laughs> yeah. This so is that's like, you're in college? Yes. <laughs> See, I don't know when I would have fit that in in college in between sleeping through a 9 a.m. class and trying to obtain a 30-pack of cerveza. You don't have any, like, nothing that your mom could find that we could read together? I would I mean, not right that. Now. No, and I, I also, like, I don't think I'd be like, hey, mom, can you look for old journals But what of did mine? you write about? Like, did you write and, about like, girls? No, I think it was just like I think I I think I associated journals with like just writing like voicing depression, like any kind of depression okay, that you felt. That's like fair. I was like, oh well, that's what this is. I didn't really understand that the concept was was like, hey, you could look back at this later in your life, and it would be hilarious to you. Well, yeah, I, that's not what was my. That I, was not I my was, intention. I was like, I was like, literally not even for looking for happy. I was like, was there anything I'm sad about? Like, I'll write that here and draw like a scary doodle next to it. Like, but How again, old? like high school, that would be like the first page. I think I did it a little bit like towards like the beginning of like, again, this happened like three or four times in my life. There is a book with one single page written. <gasps> in. Like, I would, that's I would kill to read those. I would love that. Like that would be my dream come true. That you could read them in 60 seconds. Like that's how much material that'd be you the best have. 60 towards seconds. You just life. like, brought up and this is certainly not all of them no, these no, are just not. some choice selects just, just some, for yeah. today yeah a stack of books mm-hmm. and there's more at my parents house too of course and we have is. home videos like crazy amounts of home videos at home as well it's because what did you did you journal into home videos what no but like we didn't watch a lot of movies and tv shows so we just made our own so like we have boxes and boxes and boxes of home videos it's not like it would be journals but it would be like it sounds, it sounds like a different episode it is. That's a very different episode. Okay. <laughs> um, but before we jump into all these journals, I want to give a shout out to our first sponsor of the day, which is She's Birdie. Sometimes it's hard not to worry about the what ifs of life. What if I don't make it in time? What if I mess up? What if I feel like I'm in danger? If you don't want to worry when it comes to your safety, you need Birdie. This thing has helped me so much feel safer at night. I've always been really cautious and freaked out, like walking to my car at 
nighttime in a parking lot. And we watch a lot of true crime. Yeah. But even if we didn't, like, it's just scary out there. And so um, I I feel so much safer with this. So if you're wondering what it is, I'm about to tell you. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. When you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes wherever you do. The alarm comes in multiple colors and has a brass keychain, so you can attach it to your keys or your bag. Over 300,000 Birdie alarms have been sold, and they have thousands of five-star reviews. Join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. Guys, this really does make me feel so much better. I feel like you feel better knowing I have it, too. Like, not that I go many places because I'm a total homebody, but like, but when you I do, do I know I'm confident that you have a birdie. Well, especially now that I'm and a I mom. And I also just I'm watch like... your location the whole time on my phone. <laughs> so I'm just watching your location, refreshing <laughs> that. Know. And uh, yeah, well, and as a mom, too, it's nice to know that like it's harder to be aware of your surroundings when you have a two year old. And so just knowing like if anything were to ever happen, you know, I have that with me and it'll scare anyone away if he doesn't you know, this will. <laughs> if our two-year-old doesn't scare people away, this He will. also admits 130 decibels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash relax. Go to She's Birdie spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash relax for 15% off your first purchase. That's she's birdie.com slash relax. All right, lovey. We have all these journals. Should we start from the beginning? Let's start from the let's, old, uh, yes, oldest. Let's do it in chronological order. Okay. I think this one's the oldest one. I have a few marked. There's a lot of misspellings. Now, do you want to read them or do you want me know, to read that them? Ar- that cover art looks pretty advanced. It's pretty amazing. Um, but I'm I'm serious here. What what do you want to do here? Do you want to read them or do you want me to read them? Uh, why don't we go back and forth? But like, okay. why, why don't uh, why don't I start us off? Okay, so here we go. This is about me. So this one it has a lot of misspellings in it. I've read this before online somewhere. Um, so good luck. <laughs> okay, September nineteenth. What ni- year is this? Nineteen. Oh gosh, nineteen ninety four. I don't know how I can't do math. You're eight. Okay. At the beginning of summer, my baby sister. Sitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, my babysitter. Okay. Sandy, with the dollar sign. <laughs> really? Babysate me. Whale. My mom was at <laughs> Las Vegas. I have to say that. What is that? Is that an actual thing? I think I was trying to spell Las Vegas, but I spelled it L-O-S-F-A-G-U-S. <laughs> okay. And my dad was away for two weeks painting a window. You would go away for two weeks to paint a window? Yeah, what? I don't remember that. That's a little bit okay. sus, Tim. I don't know if you were painting <laughs> a window. I was painting a window for two weeks. And Sandy let us go in her pool at her house. After my mom got back, bake, sorry. After my mom got bake, she gave me a dimmed <laughs> Paris. <laughs> Does it that, was really pretty. Does that not look like a different word? A diamond. Yeah, a diamond penis is what it looks like. <laughs> I was just trying to be nice. Uh, it was really pretty. And she gave me a huge sucker. It was so big (laughs) (laughs) that I haven't finished it yet. You You really paint a picture. Like uh, you don't need to read much more. I'm just giving you an. uh, I don't think that there's anything that. uh, It's just about you. Yeah, and then I'm like, my dad gave me a toy lizard. We went swimming. I'm just talking about my fun day. But like, the translation of what Eric just read is summer is really fun. 
end. End of your writing. My my dad. Um, my mom went to Las Vegas. And for some reason, my dad was away for two weeks. I think I got confused because my dad did go on a lot of business trips. But this one, I thought he was away painting a window for two weeks, but he never went away to paint a window for two weeks. So I don't know what that's about. We should say that if our listeners don't know that your father would do like art, Mm -hmm. art illustrations, like window paintings, as you've seen, like seasonal ones and Mm -hmm. whatever, like he would do that. Yeah. So my dad to save money for Christmas presents um, because my parents didn't like have enough to do Christmas presents. They had enough for bills. So like... He would, on the side at Christmas time, paint like holiday themed things on windows around town after he worked. When I would see him, I would, I would always yeah. wonder who's who's doing that. My dad is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, my mom went to Las Vegas and she brought me back a diamond pencil, like a pencil that sparkled. So your father goes away for two weeks to paint a window and your mom goes to Vegas and she leaves you with some woman named Sandy. So um, if we're going up in time, we're getting to the good stuff. This is the journal with my mom. This this one is probably the next uppage in age. So start here. Rachel is driving me nuts. Oh, actually, how about we do this? I'll read my parts and you read my mom's parts. Okay. Well, actually, you do me and I'll do mom. So yeah, you're me. So Rachel's driving me nuts. Rachel is driving me nuts. (laughs) Why? She copies every little thing I do. (laughs) I didn't know she dressed like you or wore her hair like you or is social like you or sings like you or. No, (laughs) she copies my actions. Oh, pooey. Deal with it. (laughs) Well, if you're just listening to this, you would not be able to see as I looked over you you for a second, you mouthing my parts (laughs) like like I was doing my lines and you were going. You know, we both do that. I, I noticed this the other day because um, we were filming something with Flynn and I was mouthing what he was saying. And I saw it in the video when I rewatched the video and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny because I've always noticed you doing that. Me doing that when? Oh my gosh, all the time. When, when you watch like your your own audition tapes, like when you're re like picking the scenes you want or whatever, you're always, facial expression and mouth are exactly what you're watching. If you I'm watch- just like wanting it to be better than And you do it like when we watch like a show you're on you'll like do it along with your like I've noticed I don't do that yes you do I've noticed it about you and I've always thought it was cute and then um the other day I saw that I do it and I was like oh my gosh I mouth the words and other people are talking to me I can't believe I do that I wonder what that what that is is it me trying to like understand better no I think you were just like excited and you wanted to say it and you were just allowing me to all righty, so we're getting into some more. Let's do one more. Your mom immediately sided with Rachel on that one. My mom always. I was sided just going to say, not much has always changed. Always. <laughs> I know. My mom has always sided with Rachel. Um, she's I think the she's, youngest. Yeah, my mom is the youngest. Rachel's the youngest. Yeah, and so is my mom. Oh, of her. Yeah. Of so her siblings. I think, yeah, I think my uh, mom like that makes a lot of sense. All right, we're going to get into some juicy gossip real soon because I'm getting older. And this one's real juicy. Oh, okay. I start here on the, I went on the internet tonight. I probably am like 12 here, 11 or 12. Went on the internet tonight with Marsha, my best friend. And we told lots of secrets, but sorry, can't tell you. You have to keep going. Keep going. The more. secrets are a promise I wouldn't tell, but I will give you a hint on what it was about. The letter ends with an S and starts with a B and has a O and a Y somewhere in the middle. Well, (laughs) gotta go. All right. 
Hold on. I've, I'm horrible at Wheel of Fortune. What did we do? What Do we spell boobies? What? I literally spelled the word. Oh, boys. Boys, come on. What? I just thought you were, you were leaving somehow. I didn't think. So I'm like, I can't tell you Whoa, what it was about. Oh, that was juicy. I'm, I'm sweating. Like, I won't tell you what it's about, but it's about boys. So you were just tell, sharing secrets on the internet about boys? No, this is the is reason. Is that a Wi-Fi symbol? It wasn't meant to be. There wasn't Wi-Fi back then, but I totally Oh, it's just you one. underlining lots yeah. a lot. Okay, listen, the reason I wanted to put this one in this is because the Marcia story sounds behind like a this bad one. Influence. No, Marsha was not. She was a sweetheart. Um, but I wanted to add this one because the story behind that is wild. So Marsha and I did go on the internet. This is back when you had one computer in the your home family computer. that we all shared and it used the modem. telephone like to yep, a modem. So like if you were on the internet, no one could use the phone. Oh god. And to get days. online, it went five minutes. So anyway, uh yeah, I Marsha was spending the night and we went on the internet at your house at my house and somehow found like super late? Probably like 9 p.m. Um and we've somehow found like a website with like a chat room. I don't know how because I wouldn't even know how to do this now if I tried. It was like AOL chat? No, because it was like a, a place where you could talk to strangers. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. know how to do that. I don't. She must have taught me because I don't know how to do that. Okay. And we go on and we were like, oh my gosh. So if you read that diary entry, you think we talked about like boys we liked. No. What we did was we pretended to be a little boy <laughs> on one of these websites. And did everyone want to talk oh, no, to you? No, no, no. We pretended to be... No, no. Okay, now I remember. We pretended to be like a Ugh. girl, like a sexy girl or whatever, and was talking to like this man. And you were pretending to be an older... No, just a, just a girl. Like, hey, just talking to some like man. And he started to like flirt, as far as I can remember, but I have a horrible memory. And then we revealed, quote unquote, and we pretend that we... who We're we actually really were. two underage girls? <laughs> no, two <laughs> underage boy scouts. We pretended we were young little boys. Like we were like, got you good. We're 10 year olds and we're in Boy Scouts. <laughs> like that's how it ended. So that's, and when, that's I thought, when he got really flirty. No, then he locked off. <laughs> but like and now he's yeah, I can't believe he's been in prison for 25 <laughs> no, years. He's, no, yeah. but like that's so funny to me that like I was like, guys, we talked about boys tonight when really we were pretending to be little boys and we weren't talking about boys at all. We were talking to a man, but pretending to be little boys. Was this like your version of like a crank call? Yes, it was like a prank. We thought it was, we like laughed so hard. We thought it was so funny. I only did it once, but it was like a big deal. Um, (laughs) So there, there is that. Uh, I remember, I remember the, the home computer and the dial up modem and going on and, yeah, it was, it was so hard to like. It's the worst. It, it would take forever. Like then they couldn't use the phone, and like remember try, ever try to print anything back then? Uh, to take, like, we did not have a printer. That's very as far as I remember. We didn't have a printer. The, the, the dots on the side, and you had oh to my rip god, off you had to rip off the, the side of the yeah. dots. Yes, yeah. and floppy disks. Like I remember at school using the school computer to like write a paper and then you put it on a floppy disk and you take it home with a floppy disk and floppy disk. How does that even doesn't make any sense to my brain? Wait, but we use them, but I'm saying it's like an SD card makes sense to yeah. me, but like a, like a floppy disk well, floppy disk had a like space of like one page, like a one page paper. Like you couldn't put a lot of stuff on a floppy disk. You could play Odell Lake. That's what we did. Or I Oregon don't know what Trail. that is. I played Oregon Trail. I played a Rugrats game. I played, there was one game where it's like you could raise cats and like make plant plants and make them a garden. I did that a lot. I loved that game. Sounds like right up your alley. Oh yeah. It was amazing. 
What did you play on your phone? But I remember like, did you, I remember did like you chat, talk to people? I remember like chat rooms and it being like, not like anything like, but it was just so, it was just so strange. The idea that like you could just talk to a stranger on a computer and it always seemed to go in that weird flirty direction. Then you'd be like, yeah. And like, did you? just like unplug the computer at the did source. Did you like talk to like girls on like chat rooms and stuff? I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure it was two Boy Scouts, but I just <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> but is that what you would do? Like on your computer? It's not like, it's not, no, it's not like something I would do. It just like, you know, with a friend or like whatever, like it happened a few times. Like there was this entirely new technology. Mm -hmm. Like the internet was like first available in people's homes. And like mm -hmm. there was this awesome, you know, you're a young kid and there's this machine in your in your house. And they're like, oh yeah, can you can just no privacy. Find it's anything. always in like the living room. Yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, like ours had, is in our living room. I had a, uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica set growing up. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, we had and I, when I would write dictionary. things like I would have to look things up. And then now they're like, oh, this is, it's all on here. Plus, there's also a bunch of weird. I had to look up words in dictionaries. Plus, there's also pictures of boobs. You Lovely. know what I mean? It was, it was just like all there. And I was, I had to get on that thing, you know? Yeah. Like, sorry. How did you look at pictures of boobs? Like, when it was like a family computer. I don't computer. know, but I found them. My and then I tried to print them out. You did? <laughs> and Why? Take, and then it would take like six minutes. So then now you're all stressed because like the printer's making all this noise. And then you got to rip off the, the oh holes on the side gosh. of the paper. Printing a couple of boobs. <laughs> what do you do with them? Put where would you put those? Where do you put printed pictures of boobs? Where like, do you think in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh my gosh! That's so bold of you because there's like a history. Almost, like you can. When we sweating. Oh my god! The gosh. statute of limitations on this is is uh I did is not, long gone and sorry. Uh, I did sorry, not know, mother. If you were listening, I did to not this. know what that was like. What porn was or anything like that until like college. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know it was a thing. I really didn't. You didn't have that like one friend whose parents had Cinemax or something? Uh, no, I don't. I still, what's Cinemax? I don't Cinemax know. Cinemax was like the HBO of its day, like a paid cable channel, but it was more risque. I remember going to like hotels and seeing like flipping through the channels, trying to find cartoons and seeing a page that was like a channel that was like pay, you can pay for it. And it was like naked people. I remember being like, what's that? Do you, did you ever, when you were flipping channels at your house, there was like a channel that was like all wavy and just like color bars. So it was like distorted, but you could kind of tell through the color bars that it was the Playboy channel. Do you no, not know this is a thing? A, there's a Playboy channel? Oh my god! I did not know this. So there, so we yeah, didn't have yes, cable, but like, but they used to like scramble cable, and you would have a cable box, and so you would be flipping through it, and there would be this channel that would be just like, um, like Technicolor lines and fuzz and scribbled, and it would be like skipping up and down. It would be all distorted. But like, why was it there? But you could kind of see sometimes for like a split second. Oh, there's two people having having intercourse mm -hmm. on this television but like you would i think that would make you why would that be there why would they why would that just not be there maybe it would make about. you go like oh i want to watch this clear like maybe that's how they got people to pay for it oh maybe but it was i don't some, know you don't, don't know about this i've never heard of this i didn't have cable really growing up i don't remember having cable and we didn't watch a lot not of even cable movies. like just like you flipping through the channels and then you would get you know? to like channel 96 no, and it would be this. like distorted weird maybe people have <laughs> maybe not <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about really but that, no i i'm telling you i was extremely sheltered which you'll find more out about as we read more journals yeah. but first i want to talk about poo poo not anyone's poo poo 
You have my attention. Kitty cat poo poo. Oh! Kitty poo club. Is there a club for that? There is a club. Kitty poo club. Working from home means more time for your morning coffee or an occasional afternoon nap. And of course, the opportunity for your furry feline friend to walk across the keyboard in the middle of your Zoom call. You love having your cat around, but you don't love being around the litter box. Ain't that the truth, lovey? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty Poo Club is a convenient all-in-one monthly litter box solution. It has helped us so much. This was Eric's like number one hatred towards our cats was the amount they poo. It's always impressed him and terrified him at the same time. And Kitty Poo Club has helped um, with that issue in our home. And now his biggest issue with the cats is the hair. But the poo problem has helped a lot. It's it's actually awesome. Every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable, high-quality, recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. The boxes are leak-proof, eco-friendly, and have fun designs for every season. When the month is up, you just recycle the box, and Kitty Poo Club will automatically deliver a new one straight to your door. No changing used litter and no more cleaning the box. It is a lifesaver. Yes. You can customize your order based on how many cats you have and choose from four different litter types. Kitty Poo Club is a no risk satisfaction guarantee, and you can easily customize or cancel anytime you want. And right now, Kitty Poo Club is offering you 20% off your first order plus a free dome, free scoop, and free shipping. It's quite the deal. When you set up auto ship by going to kittypooclub.com slash relax. So just go to kittypooclub.com slash relax to get 20% off your first order plus a free dome, scoop, and free shipping when you set up auto ship. That's kittypooclub.com slash relax. Go check it out. If you have cats... It's worth it. It's amazing. Does it will change your life. Do they have merch? I don't know, but I need it if they I do. I would feel like we should partner with them. Just to wear a shirt that says Kitty Poo Club? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that sounds like a really good idea. I'm I'm here for that shirt. All right. I'm going to let you pick the next diary. I'm closing my eyes. We've got four diaries to choose from. Oh, he's so chosen that's... a prayer journal. So can you describe <laughs> what you're looking at right now, lovey? An absolute nightmare. Okay. What is it? I think it's a girl... Mm-hmm. Sleeping or dead, <laughs> and having just dark, dark mm-hmm. nightmares. And what does it say? It says, "When you sleep, the bad stuff goes away. But how long can you sleep?" <laughs> <laughs> this Jeez. is a prayer journal. All right, so this is uh, one of the journal entries I want you to read. That one I feel like I've heard before. Did you do that in your live show? I think I did once, and it didn't get a good response because it was just too dark. No one laughed. They were just like, oh, that's terrifying. They were like, oh, she's filled with nightmares and rage. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Precious daddy. That's how I started my prayer. Yeah. I feel like I was a little bit aware of this. You would refer to God, Jesus, Holy Spirit as daddy. They were like a father figure to you. This is a thing that people did. And actually, like, someone got mad at me. Like, online, I got, like, hate because I said, like, oh, he's my daddy, like Jesus is my daddy as Miranda. I've also gotten hate for saying like I'm dating Jesus. But these are things I said for real, like it genuinely. So I don't know. It's so weird. But yeah, I genuinely, I mean, yes. this is a real yeah. journal entry to Jesus Christ, I, to well, God, Who gave the you Father. this idea that he was like, like, well, I guess he's. He's your father. He's your father. He's the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He is your God. He is, is your dad. Is it just me and my brain that puts like this like strange connotation when using when a young girl is using the phrase daddy? Yeah, towards, I mean, that's it, society that's, has taught that's us mostly that's me. something weird. Okay, so precious daddy. Totally normal to address. <laughs> that's not, no, it's very strange. A man in the sky. Okay, precious daddy, I'm in the car driving 
to SB for the weekend. I was looking over some of my old prayers to you. I was so desperate for patience when it came to relationship relationships, and I wasn't even aware that you totally provided me with it. I am so patient and excited to meet my future husband. That's you! <laughs> you were talking about me. There's no date here. Thank you so much for providing... Would you just throw up? <laughs> Did you just throw yeah. up on it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for providing me with peace, patience, and understanding. I love you, Lord. You are truly awesome. <laughs> Your daughter, <laughs> Colleen. So perfect for this prayer. I love you, Lord. And you have circled on the bottom. It, it came with the saying... Uh, cast your cares on the Lord, and uh, he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Yeah. Psalm 55. Right. It's, it's, not a, it's not a saying. It's a Bible verse. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yes. <laughs> um, so I just wanted you to read that one because it's about you. I was like saying thank you to God for... Okay, you stop. I'm sorry. Did our feet touch? <laughs> did somehow our bare feet, both not wearing no, shoes like, or okay. socks this episode, and our bare <laughs> feet have out. touched towards the bottom once casually, not on purpose, and no, you listen, freaked out. Listen, listen, <laughs> oh listen. I despise feet. I hate feet. I think they're so gross. Like there's nothing about feet that I think is cute. I never want a foot massage. I don't want a pedicure. I want nothing ever near my feet ever. I don't want to be near feet ever. You know this, but it's pretty often when we're doing podcasts here, we're very, we're in close proximity. Eric tries to play footsie with me, which I, I appreciate because you, you do it every time. I accidentally brushed it. It's just that this and time we both happened to be it's like our feet are clammy and it's like, and I, I love know, but you. when we're in bed at part, night, oh, husband never, and wife, never, partners, never. partners oh, in this, this human experience. Barf. And when my feet accident, <laughs> albeit accidentally <laughs> touch my wife's foot, you go, <laughs> like, <laughs> So strange. We have a child. Touch any part of my body. <laughs> Touch any part of my body always, all day long. My feet, especially with a clammy foot, like not a chance. Are my, my feet are not clammy. They are clammy. I just felt it. And mine are too, by the way. This is not a shady thing. It. I'm clammy. not touching your Feel foot. It. It's not clammy. I can't even look at it. Look at it. I cannot. It's wiggling. I cannot look at your foot. <laughs> but I feel like the last few podcasts, there have been moments where you like try to play footsie with me. I'm like, <laughs> like, and I like don't want to like react big because I'm like, we're filming a podcast. But like, I just got a foot phobia, man. Like, I think they're so gross. I think they are so gross. Well, how do you feel about your own feet? Have you oh, seen I, them? I freaking hate my feet. <laughs> they're disgusting. After Dermatillomania, they're foul. I hate feet. I think feet are so gross. No offense to feet out there. If any feet are listening, like. You're or amazing. foot fetishish. No, I just like I'm the whatever the opposite is of a foot fetish is what I am. Like is what I have. I like I think it's so gross. So like if our feet touch to me, it's like playing footsie. It's like it's never cute to play footsie. To me, well, footsie is like makes me feel, putrescent. It makes me feel insecure. I, but I love you so much. You can touch all the parts of my body, just not my They're feet not that parts. Bad. Look at them. Your feet? Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> give, him a, give him a rating. Like on a scale of one to ten. Did you know wiki feet? There, I've, I have a rating on wiki feet. There's a yeah. website called... Do you, I wonder if you have a wiki feet. I, I, th I think everyone is just on this wiki feet thing. Are you on it? I, I don't know. I think, it's, well, I think it's mainly women's feet. No, there's men on here. Well, There's for sure men on here. Wikifeet.com. I'm going to look and see. Don't give them traffic. I'm giving them all the traffic. Um, I do appreciate Wikifeet though, because like 
I'm gonna they, say, I, next, I want to look up you on WikiFeet. You can, and I actually appreciate it because they have pictures of my feet before my dermatillomania was really bad. This, this. Eric Stockland <laughs> has no search results. You are not on WikiFeet. Oh, thank God. But now that you've brought this up. Yeah. Maybe I will be. Oh, no. Uh, this podcast episode has. Okay. Oh, has wait, that's not me. Taken an exit off of your diaries. And now look we're just straight up talking have, about. Oh, my gosh, love. I have a five-star rating. Beautiful feet, it says. Clean balance. How do they know your eight. shoe size? I don't know. That's really creepy. Whoa. It's my birthday and everything. Okay, hold on. I have to go to this page. How do I That's go? That's your actual U.S. shoe Wait, size. Wait, oh, see, look. There's all these pictures of... <gasps> there's pictures of us doing the podcast. <gasps> Can you show that? Look at all these pictures on WikiFeet. Cover your face again, Lily. Look at all these pictures on WikiFeet. Or if you're just feet. listening to this, it's pictures of my wife's feet. Well, you can go to WikiFeet. But you know what's great? For is this is like... Why? Why, why, why? Why, I don't is, know, why do they for? But this is like most of these are before my feet were really bad from dermatillomania. So I'm like actually kind of grateful for them because I can remember my feet not being disgusting. Um, so it's kind of I have to take off my shirt because I'm sweating. It's hot in here, love. You're not yeah, hot. These, these journal entries are heating up. Ugh. Well, they're about to because I'm about to read all the ones about boys. You never call me precious daddy. Do you want me to? <laughs> What's next? Here we go. This one is all about boys okay i've put like like pieces of paper over names so we're not like revealing any people because you don't want me to see the name no you, do I'll i know you, them no <laughs> i'll tell you anyone i just don't want the internet to try to like find these people i'll read this one you've been reading them for a while okay mm-hmm. all right love feel free to interject with your thoughts and opinions oh i was just gonna keep quiet you, you, whatever you want just as long as your feet don't touch mine we're good to go oh, they almost just did <laughs> so this is a september 14 2004 okay Okay, so you are eight years old again. No. 2004? Yeah, 2004. Oh, 2004. Um, how old am I? You are 36. Oh my God, whatever. Uh, four, 10, you're 18. Okay. You're 18 years old. I've always had problems with relationships, whether it be with boys, family, friends, or whatever. So I could write for centuries on almost anyone. But today I'm going to write about my most recent ridiculous relationship with a boy named... What should we call him, Lovey? What should we call this boy? What? Give me a name. Mike. Okay. Is it Mike? <laughs> it's not Mike. <laughs> but there is a boy. But, but it's not. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> who, who's Mike? <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but this one, for any of you who know who this Mike person is, this is not actually Mike. We're just saying Mike. And Jeff? This, Jeff works. Let's do Jeff. Is there a Jeff too? <laughs> a Jeff and a Mike? No. Okay. Uh, my most recent ridiculous relationship with a boy Who's named Mike? Jeff. Okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh. I broke up with him last night. Okay. You broke up with him? Yes. Okay. And he's doing everything in his power to make me feel absolutely awful about it. Our relationship was never healthy to begin with. We only knew each other for a week before we started dating, and we only dated for a month. <laughs> so I've only known this person for five weeks. <laughs> Now that I've gone away to college, I thought it would be a good idea to get out of this bad relationship and break bad habits and start over in this wonderful environment. Wait, okay, sorry, pause. Yeah. <laughs> you dated someone that you knew for two weeks for a month and then left for college and yeah. you're like, let's still date? No, I said, let's break up. He wanted to still date. Long distance, I'm assuming. Yeah, he was still in high school and I was going to college. I was 17, he was 18 and I was going to college and he was saying to finish his senior year. This. Big drama. Sounds like it's going to go well. 
So I said, um, he thought it was a bad idea. He's the kind of person that always has a girlfriend and he isn't used to being dumped. Oh, I'm so mean. Um, he started to guilt trip me in every way possible. He actually just sent me a text message that says, I want to die. Wow. That's a bit dramatic. Whoa. He said that? Yes. I'm like, we knew each other for five weeks. I would say maybe a red flag. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. All right, you read this next one oh, about sure. this guy, Jeff. And there's a girl in here. Let's call her. Was I right about Jeff, too? It's actually Jeff? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Jeff and Sandra. Let's say the girl's name is Sandra. Okay. This is the big drama, guys. Get ready, lovey. You don't 10, know anything 12, about this. 10, uh, You, at that point, are 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I am more frustrated than I've ever been since. I don't know when. I don't know if I've... Written anything about my ex-boyfriend, but oh man, is he a jerk. (laughs) I went out with him for only a month, but he was the only boyfriend I've ever had. (laughs) So it was a big deal. (laughs) Anyway, we got in a big fight once while we were dating about one of my best friends. Sandra. Sandra. They were getting a little too friendly, so I talked to Jeff about it got really offended and said that he knew I had major trust issues, which I this is so strange to me. Like, I feel like you should have. Well, she got too friendly with him. What was happening? I don't remember this at all, by the way. I don't remember this happening. I really so, don't but remember like this. Your, your, your friend was flirting with your boyfriend and you conf- you were like, hey, well, man, yeah, I don't no. know about this. And he was like, you got trust issues. Yeah, isn't that uh, wild? You, I feel like you were rightfully so to suspect because it's of so course, weird. Yeah. Uh, He said that he would never cheat on me because he wanted to earn my trust so badly. Me being the stupid girl I am, I believed him. Anyway, anyway, a weeks later, we broke up because I left for school and it just got too hard. I finally get over him and I just found out that he hooked up with with Sandra Sandra (laughs) while we were dating. You were right. I know. If, if you're like, hey, uh, I feel weird about how you're being with this person. You got trust issues. I want to earn your... Sh-. Like, that person is obviously yeah. cheating on you. Uh, with th- my friend, one of my best friends. You know what's so weird? Is that I don't remember this at all. But like a year later, this guy, he asked me to go to lunch with him. Like a year <sighs> later. I saw the name. Yeah. So like a year later, he asked me to go to lunch with him. And I was like, oh my gosh, he wants me back. And we went to lunch. You went to lunch with him? This guy that you knew had had hooked up with your friend? I guess, but I don't remember this happening. But anyway, he took me to lunch and he told me, guess what? I was cheating on you that whole time with this other girl who's now my girlfriend. Like he- He just needed to to like confess it? He just, I think he just wanted to hurt me because he was laughing. He like laughed about it. He's like, oh, by the way, the whole time we were dating, I was hooking up, blah, blah, blah. I think it was like his ego's hurt because I had broken up with him. And so he wanted to hurt me back or something. I don't know. But he was hooking up with other people the whole time, I guess. So, how, how, how old are you when he did that? 18, 17, 17. When you had the lunch? Oh, no, that was a year later. A year later, he called me and asked if I wanted to go to lunch with him. And I went to lunch with him thinking he was going to ask me to be his girlfriend again. And really, he just wanted to tell me that and you were, cheating were you on excited about that prospect? No, I didn't want to date him, but I was just like, huh, okay, we can go. I was 18. I was like interested in a guy like maybe wanting to get back together with me, but he didn't. He just wanted to tell me Where that. Where was this lunch? At a sandwich place in Santa Barbara. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So not like a fancy McDonald's or anything? No, not nothing crazy like a Taco Bell. Wait, <clears> what else does it say? 
Where else? Are we? So he hooked up with Sandra. This is the first time I started crying out of sheer anger. Oh. I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm sick of being taken advantage and used. My feelings are constantly being stepped on. Oh, poor Colleen. Well, that's terrible. Isn't that crazy? You know, love. What? That's so funny. Yeah, I don't I don't have a journal. Mm-hmm. But I do have a few bits of writing <gasps> on my body. Your tattoos? Well, there's one. That you, relates this is a to huge deal. People have been asking about this since we started yeah. the podcast. There's one that relates to uh, my high school, uh, a girlfriend. In Are high you really going to do this right now? Because this is a, such an exciting Gosh, thing. I don't know. Yeah. Do it. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. that like before. So we were both going away to separate colleges, mm-hmm. way far away from each other, mm-hmm. like ten hours drive. You know what I mean? But we were like the very, the geniuses that we were, we were like, of course, we'll still be together mm-hmm. of course, forever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you thought that about someone who wasn't me? No, love. I literally <laughs> I was was the dumbest. If you'd have met me, then you'd be like, wow, this is the dumbest person I've ever no. met. Um, and, so, and so I drove her to drop her off uh, freshman year, like for her orientation. Uh, you know what I mean? And drove all the way to this this college and then before i left you know we're both just i think just like weeping you know what i mean like and uh i don't remember i think was her idea we should get each other's initials tattooed on our human bodies and so we drove to a like hole in the wall little tattoo place like on like a tuesday afternoon right before i was to drive home and drive to my or not drive home drive to my college way far away and start my freshman year of of college and so we go into this like tattoo shop unannounced and we these two 18 year old people say we would like to do this and they were like absolutely not that's, really they were like no way that's the dumbest thing we've ever heard you guys sorry we don't know you but you will break up you mm-hmm. will there's no way they you said know this? yes and then we of course were like aha no like of course we won't you know what i mean and i think she, like she starts getting her T- tattoo and i remember i remember very specifically a one of the people that worked there going behind her so that he that she couldn't see him and he was looking at me just waving his arms no saying don't do it do not do this do not get this tattoo you know what i mean just like the first letter initial mm-hmm. of this um of this girl's name mm-hmm. and they did it i know you did it and two weeks later i found out that she was cheating on me Really? With the quarterback of their football team. At the college? Uh Uh-huh. How'd you find out? She told me. She like admitted it and said she she didn't answer. Like I, so, so then like literally we got these tattoos. Ink's not dry. I drive 10 hours to my college and then call her and she doesn't answer. And then this goes, this is how I remember it. And then it goes, and then she doesn't answer for like two weeks after this had all just happened. And then she finally answers and it's all weird. And I'm like, what did you like? What's going on? Why have you answered your phone? Like, what's what just happened? Like, like and and she was all quiet. I'm like, what did you like? Did you meet someone? And it got really quiet. I was right. The quarterback for their football team of her college lived in her dorm on her floor in the (gasps) next room. And I guess they got along pretty well. With your initials on her on her ankle, too. Uh huh. Yeah. So there's some girl out there with your initials on her body forever. I think she got hers covered up. Ah, 
And you didn't get yours covered? Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to spend the time. I don't. I, I don't never look at it. I don't think about it. It, it like has a. It has a totally different. It doesn't have any meaning. It has like yeah. a funny meaning. It has like yeah. the the purpose of me telling the story right now. Yeah. It's I can't like. I can't erase so it. I mean, funny. I guess they have lasers. That, I've heard that hurts really bad. Um, but I know that uh, she had gotten it covered up. Is it bad to be telling this story? This is no. a, this is a person. She's no, I'm sure she she's great. She doesn't I, I listen wish to her podcast. Nothing but the best. I hope she's having a wonderful, happy life. I haven't yeah talked to her since then. Wow. Uh, this was many, many years I ago. Knew, but I knew yeah. parts of this story, but not the whole story. I didn't know she cheated on you. Yeah, I didn't say that part. I don't think so. I just, whenever we try to talk about like past relationships, you're like, nope, no one but you. You're my only human. Nothing yeah, well, else matters because that's how we feel that now. Is, it's like everything else was such so pointless. Yeah, uh, that is that is certainly true, and that is genuinely, genuinely how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even feel like my lifetime. Mm-hmm. That this, I, I feels like I'm telling you a story from a movie I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is the origin of. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, my version is, of a journal. I guess this episode now is worth it. If you've listened or made it or watched this far, because I feel like this is a topic that like we get asked about every single week. Like people the, beg oh, the quarterback of their football team. Are you kidding me? I don't know. That that's like kind it of loserish to me. That's like really like the lamest. Per- no offense to that, football. That that tor- that messed me up. Well, it just yeah. I don't Why? know. Why? Because of what? So who cares? I don't know. Because because I don't. It just gives you. It just you're you know. so much cooler than a quarterback of a football team. You're like super talented mm, and sexy and yeah, amazing. They, like come yeah, on. I mean, the the theater nerds got all the girls, not the quarterbacks. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you know, I saw a funny TikTok once that was like. Something about, uh, let me tell you something, kid. Like something about like being dramatic about like, st- let me tell you what I've been through. And it was like girls fighting over like the one straight theater boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That, I don't remember what it was. That it was, was uh, yeah. That was you. <laughs> You're such a loser. I love you so much. Um, okay, guys. That wasn't uh, a bad situation to be in. <laughs> it's time to say thank you to our next sponsor. That's an incredible story. You've just made so many people's day. Because everyone's been begging you to learn about your tattoos. Eric has quite a few really? tattoos. Yes. Eric has quite a few tattoos. That's private. Um, and none on his privates, even though he just kind of muttered to himself privates. <laughs> like, none on his privates. I think this seems... I don't know why I felt like you were sharing all this personal information. It was like... I felt like, oh, maybe this is my version. That is... You that's talked the money. Like that's the info. A relationship right at the end of high school before college. Like, it just seems so similar. And I was like, oh, and it's writing. It's just not on a journal. It's... Oh, heartbreaking, yeah. heartbreaking. Uh, all right, guys, I want to say thank you to our next sponsor, which is Next Door. Do you ever need to borrow a ladder, lovey? Do you ever? Yeah, the ceilings are very high here. Yeah, or can you ever not find your power drill? I know. Have the you answer- seen it? Uh, no, I don't know where it is. I actually don't know what that looks like. Or maybe have you ever actually needed to borrow a cup of sugar from someone? Before you run out to the store mm-hmm. and buy something, why not check with your neighbors on Next Door first? I wonder if our neighbors have a, a power washer. Oh, that's well, let's good, ask. Let's ask them. Next door is a free app that securely connects verified neighbors. So you always know what's happening in your local area. You can post and read about your community in real time. Next door is always relevant to where you live and you can access it right from your phone. You can buy and sell items. You can find last minute pet sitter. You can connect with interest groups, hear recommendations for local businesses and share safety information, which is my favorite part. With Nextdoor, you can even count on your neighbors to help in any need-to-know situations such as timely weather concerns or local updates. For everything that's happening, there's Nextdoor, the free neighborhood hub. It really has everything. It's like an extra... You, you have your social media apps, 
But then there's, you need next door to it. I feel like it like comes with all this other social media apps, but it's like about the people in your own neighborhood. It's amazing. You can like, we got rid of our bed, our yes. bed frame using that. Like you can use it for so many things, but I love it for figuring out safety stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything keep, keep shady's an going on. Keep an eye out. It's pretty great. So go to nextdoor.com slash relax to sign up and see what your neighbors are talking about. Be sure to use the link to sign up so they know that you support our show. That's nextdoor.com slash relax to join your neighborhood today. Don't forget to tell them who sent you by going to nextdoor.com slash relax. All right, let's get back into these embarrassing journal entries. Here's one that I don't remember this happening, but I think it might be interesting for you to read it. You want me to read it? You yeah, want to read yeah, this yeah, one? yeah, okay. yeah. I am so frustrated with my friend James right now. Don't Who, remember this friend James. Don't know who this oh, is. I was going to say, do we want to? You can say it because I don't even know who it is. I don't remember you James. You don't remember James? No. He told me that he likes me and he is interested in me and he has a girlfriend. <gasps> I know, James. drama. I'm sorry, but I think that it is so rude and disrespectful when you have a girlfriend, you shouldn't be telling other girls that, that you like them. And you should not go to another girl's window mm-hmm. and call her your Juliet. Mm-hmm. He is so ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> your face. <laughs> right? I don't even remember this, love. But that's the craziest like- part. He was just showing up. You didn't encourage this at all. I don't remember it. So maybe I did, but I don't even remember this happening. I really don't remember this at all, love. <sighs> the next sentence. What is it? I don't know. I need to pray for him. Yeah. And hope that God shows him that what he is doing is wrong. I feel awful for his girlfriend. She is so sweet and innocent and has no idea. Isn't that crazy? I don't remember that at all. I don't remember a person named James. I don't remember anyone coming to my window and saying I'm his Juliet. I literally have no recollection of this. And this isn't when I'm like four years old. Like I was like 18, 17. I should remember this. Uh, and I don't. To the day, yeah, you're 18 at this point. Yeah, you're you're really almost know. 19. Really? Yes. It's September 28th, 2004. No, I was almost, I was almost 18. Oh, right. I yeah. I was 17. Sense. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't remember that at all. That's a move though. That's a power move to showing up at a girl's window. With a girlfriend. And saying you're my Juliet. That's yeah. If, wild. if somebody else is your Juliet, man, break up with your girlfriend. You yeah, know what I mean? For real. And then go show what up at her heck? window. And I don't know. I feel like what the heck? What? Call as the cops. Would say what the heck? Um. All right. So let's go what on. What else you got? I got lots. I don't know. I I was trying to find stuff that I haven't read and stuff. I have stuff that I thought might spur conversation. Uh-huh. Um. How about we read this? I just realized, if you want me to read this, I'll read this one. Oh, so I, we, the math was right. You were about to be 18. Yeah, because this is okay. my birthday. Sure, go for it. This is my birthday. I wrote, I just realized that I'm 18. That's crazy. I'm an adult. How depressing. I don't want to be a grown up. I want to stay a kid forever. I'm seriously beyond depressed right now. I'm 18. I can vote. I can play the lottery. I can smoke. Who cares? I want to be a kid forever. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because it's like the opposite of what any 18-year-old would think on yeah. their birthday. I think as in, when I turned 18, I literally went and bought a lottery ticket and a pack of cigarettes. Right, and I was like <laughs> crying that I could just be a kid forever. I was like so depressed oh. and sad. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I thought you would appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's, there's That's amazing. so much. I can I like don't know where to go. I don't know what to show you. This is a, a journal entry. We were from the opposite side of the tracks. Oh, my show. gosh. Like, or like we were on the same side of the tracks, but like. Right. But this is very different. Yeah, this is a good one. 
So this one, um, pick a boy name. Pick a boy name, love. You want? I picked a boy name last time, and apparently I was dead on. Let's say, um, uh, what is what's a boy name? I don't Hank. know. Hank. Oh, great, Hank. <laughs> so the Hank situation. It's interesting. Start from oh. there, okay? This is. I think I'm like 16. Is that supposed to mean situation? Mm-hmm. The Hank sit. <laughs> it, it's interesting. <laughs> I learned today that after all of my hard work, he doesn't like me. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was doing so good too. Now I have a choice. I can either give up or try harder. Ooh. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you, keep reading, keep reading. What do you think she's going to choose, love? What's Colleen going to... Give up, for sure. <laughs> in caps. Not even bold. in caps. You made, like, bubble letters. Bold. Uh, he's not worth it. And as I stated earlier, I think I'm falling for him. That has just got to stop. Ew. Because who wants to fall in love with Hank? Blech. <laughs> anyway, I don't really know what else to say. I'm a boring person. <laughs> This is a good one. That's a really good is one. Is this a new one? Is this a freshie? This is, this is a, yeah, this is a, like my high school journal. So this one's full of good stuff, but I've read most of it. So I didn't want to like pull too much from this one. Um, but isn't that funny? What now? What would you be? What, what's your hard work to like, make him like you? What, what would that be? I don't know. I don't remember. And you thought you were doing so good. So like what I thought was I was the, making him like me. I don't know. What were you? What would you? What would you do? Uh, Probably talk to him on AIM. You're like seventeen. You're seventeen. You're trying. Like you're. You're attempting to make a boy like you. Yeah. So probably talking what to him after do? school on AIM, like on Instant Messenger. That's probably what I'm I was saying. Doing. What? I don't know. Talking I'm to him about anything. I'm Hank. I'm just sitting there playing Minecraft. Um. Uh, no. That, would that be a thing? theater kid. It was a theater kid. I don't so, know. Is Minecraft? Did that exist? I don't know. Back Maybe then? I meant Minesweeper. Isn't that the one oh, where you're just like, oh, yeah. that's a is good that what game. I meant? Yeah. yeah. I'm playing mine. I'm Hank playing Minesweeper. Mm-hmm. A po- message pops up mm-hmm. from what's your screen name? Cheese is gross. Oh, yep. See now, here's where. <laughs> here's where. Yeah, you might not. Oh God, love. Cheese is gross. I Z. Cheese is gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then here, I don't know how it didn't work, love. <laughs> I know. Well, and I don't think I flirted. I don't think I knew how to flirt. As you well, know, okay, I'm so not a flirter. Okay, so message pops up from cheese is gross. Yeah. Cheese is <laughs> gross. What does it say? Hi. <laughs> I would just close the tab. I would just close. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, know, um, I don't remember. I don't remember flirting. That's really funny. Oh, that's my favorite. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones in here, but. Oh, I like just the close up. <laughs> Who didn't draw a lot of close up pictures of eyeballs? Like, but look I feel what's like in an the reflection of the eyeball. But he's oh, looking at a picture of my. an eyeball that I drew. There's two people holding hands mm-hmm. and then two people kissing. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at them crying. Crying. Because I don't have Because it's not you? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I think, but I, I assume you were a happy kid. You seem so happy yeah, and bubbly think, and fun, and you're like just doing theater, doing your thing. You have a wonderful family. Like, I was like you were a happy kid. kid. I think that I'm because this is pretty some dark stuff. I think it's what? I think it's very similar to how I am now. And let me explain. Like, uh-huh, I think okay. that I am a, a very happy person, and I think I've always been like a happy person. But I think I'm like I'm very dramatic. I'm very emotional. 
And so I have these spurts of like deep, intense emotions and then they go away. Like once I express them, I'm good and I'm good to go again. And so that's what you're seeing here. But like you see them, you see me fall apart and cry and be like, oh, the world is ending. And then I'm fine the next day. I I would also say that like you are, um, I think, (laughs) relax, (laughs) but I, I think that you are, you are, you exaggerate. You, yeah, that's you, true. you embellish. Mm-hmm. So when you say like, so-and-so s- said this, and like mm-hmm. the person probably said to you, like, I said something in this tone. When you tell me what they said, you're like, they said this, like, bleh. you know what I mean? Like you, well, you are. Here's, here's how, here's the thing though. You're like, you, yes. You I, heighten whatever drama or drama you've perceived and you well, exaggerate Well, that's exactly, it. that's it. It's, it's, not, like it's that. not that I'm exaggerating. It's that that's how I perceive things. So like my brain has a hard time going like, Oh, well, maybe they meant this by this. Like my brain, when I, when I explain something to you, I'm not trying to be like, let me make it as dramatic as possible so that I make them look bad or good or whatever. It's how I did experience the situation. It is like my, it is what my experience was. It is how I interpreted whatever someone said. It's and instead a beautiful of, mind. And instead of going like, oh, maybe they meant that in a different way than I took it, I should ask them. Like my brain goes like, no, they hate you. Like, and that is how they meant it. They hate you. Like, so that's what my brain does instead of like trying to I be know. rational. Why, well, I could be like, hey, where's the, where's the, you seen the car key? And then like, if I talk to you later that night, remember, hey, remember when I asked you where the car key was? And you're like, yeah, you're like, hey, what car key? You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> like, you do that impression of me. I, I do have an impression of you that you hate. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think I'm like, I'm, this is that is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't think I'm that different than this. It's just like, and also I think we all did, uh, well, we did a version. Of I was this. certainly more dramatic in high school than yeah. I am now. Like I'm certainly was more dramatic and more sad than I am now. Like, I feel like you have brought a lot of happiness to my life that I never had experienced before. And Flynn too, obviously, like I'm way happier now than I ever have been. And so when you haven't found that person and like, then made a new person that make your whole life amazing. It's hard to find those happy moments. And it's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah, I have sure. those moments now, yeah. but like they're, I know I'm going to be okay. Cause like I have you and Flynn. Whereas like before it was like, I'm never going to be okay. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. there's something now that makes me go like, but I'm going to be okay. Even though I still have those moments. Do you know, does that make sense? Sure. It doesn't make sense. I said sure. See what see what I just did it. You said sure, and I go. He said he hates me. <laughs> okay. Well, we have another one. This one, okay. This one is gonna get intense. So we've been like kind of. Oh, should I be nervous? No, not like that. But no. like, okay. So ones we've been reading have been like silly, fun. We learned about Eric's tattoo and like laugh about old boyfriends. This one's another prayer journal. Okay. Okay. Now, this one I've been wanting Eric to read from because I think it's very interesting because I'm not this girl now, but it explains a lot of my insecurities and it explains a lot of why my brain is wired the way that it is because I had, I think it's going to be a hard one to talk about too because like religion is like a hard topic. So like, I don't know where this conversation is going to go when we read these. It could get like serious or it could be like silly, jokey, funny. I'm not really sure, but like. Okay, you, uh, you've piqued my interest. Just because there's, it's well, it's just, it's interesting how the how I interpreted the church and religion. You know, everyone has a different experience with it. And I think religion can bring so many wonderful things to so many people's lives. And I think it's so important to so many people in their lives. Of course, yeah. And it also can do the opposite. And I think that like 
I had kind of a mixture of both. And so I, I like how we were just talking about what my brain does. I did that with a Bible too, where I would be like, you know, if in a worship song, we're singing, I am unworthy to God. I took that as God thinks I'm worthless and I am nothing and I suck and I'm stupid. And so like I did that even with God. And so like everything we're just talking about. So like these journal entries make me sad. Okay, it's <laughs> but, a comedy podcast. But, What's happening? We're just okay, like, like I'm going to cry about religion. Was, no, I'm not going to cry. But I'm just You're saying, crying. Like, no, I just think it's oh, interesting. Spit. And these are things that you you've never read these because they're prayers to God. Um, but I just think. Are that, you supposed to share them publicly or? Well, it's my decision. Them? I can okay, if I want. Sure. This was something that is a common, this page that you're about to read is a page, is a, is a concept that was a common issue with me because you just read it and then I'll explain. This is, this is a recurring issue in my diaries. Yeah. Um, acceptance. It's, it's titled acceptance. This is what I have a hard time letting go of. I was made to stand out, not to draw attention to myself, but to live the kind of life that leads people to you. I'm talking to God. Thank you for the free will to make my own choices. It sure makes it tough. I'm so concerned about fitting in and what people will think and say about me that I often forget about you. I will make a conscious effort not to do that one day at a time. I want you to shine through me. Mm-hmm. Galatians 110. Mm-hmm. You read the verse, yeah. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of God. So this is something that was really, really hard for me throughout my like journey with the Lord in college because I was in college for like performing. And it was to like please an audience and to like entertain an audience and I was like but I'm getting the like applause and am I doing this to get their approval and their acceptance of me when I was made to not be that way like the bible says I'm not supposed to do that stuff I'm not supposed to want people's approval this was but like I your do. Kurt Cameron moment <laughs> no <laughs> I guess but like is this, this like, is something is that, that too much I don't know I don't know it I don't me, know if enough edu- I'm not educated enough about this to like I can educate you to like I understand that but like to be like cynical about it even like i don't feel smart enough like uh, to each his own whatever helps you get through how crazy life can be sometimes like i don't have any judgment about it right so i don't want to be cynical or try and make a joke but like um but yeah explain for me me. i just i just want to explain that like for me this was a really painful concept to like because naturally as i think as humans we naturally just want to be liked by people. We want people to like like us and love us. Yeah, even. and your choice of expressing and, that was performance. And yeah, or just in life in general, anything. Like I just wanted people to like me. But how I was interpreting the Bible and those verses was you shouldn't want people to like you. You should only want God to like you. You should only want God's approval. You shouldn't be seeking man's approval. You should only be seeing God's. And because it was natural and, and normal. Wait, does it also kind of infer though that like you should also be also be not like getting trying to like performing so people like you you should be performing so that they like me god yes so i should everything i should be doing should be trying to get people to like god and i should be trying to get god's approval but because i'm human and humans naturally just want people to like them because that feels nice i couldn't make myself not do that because it's impossible to just force yourself to not care 
if people like you or not. I don't think like, is that possible to just turn off like caring if people like you or not? Like, I care if you love me. I care if you like me. I can't turn that off. And so my brain took it to such an extreme of like a lot of guilt in there. I'm a horrible person. Well, the page before the page before, which I wasn't even going to have you read. I said, it's amazing to me you still love me after all the sinful things I've done. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve your kindness. I don't deserve your mercy. I don't deserve your grace. I don't deserve you. Thanks for loving me anyway. Like, I just... You know what it sounds like, I was so extreme. I just... An abusive relationship. It sounds like an abusive relationship. And I'm not saying that, like, Christianity is an abusive relationship. Please don't mistake what I'm saying. I think Christianity is beautiful and can be beautiful, and a relationship with Christ can be incredible. A relationship with anyone who, any religion, can be beautiful and so necessary. But for me and my experience with it and the people that I encountered who taught me about it. How you interpret it. It's how I interpret it is big because of how my brain works. It's very all or nothing. My brain is very, like dramatic and intense and i already because of anxiety assume everyone just like hates me so when i read verses that are like don't seek approval of men only seek my approval i'm like oh no i'm seeking approval of man i'm a horrible person like and so this was my whole life this is what was like in my brain of like what a good person is and so i just was convinced i was awful like and and it's, you know, something I still like struggle with a lot. But anyway, I just think these are interesting. Like, isn't that kind of sad to think of this like 17 year old girl who just like hates herself? Was who there interpreted, a, uh, I, I interpreted the Bible that way. Was like, there, was there, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Was there like a, a specific, well, for lack, for lack of a better term, come to Jesus moment where you were like, where it, it made sense in, in a way to separate from this mm-hmm. So like a bit yeah and be more comfortable with um yourself and life and yeah you, i mean was there took, like a moment was there like a specific like there's yeah there's people have asked me to talk about this for a long time and i, I i'm so timid to talk about like religion yeah. usually because like i don't want anyone to ever think i'm yeah, saying maybe, that what they believe is wrong or bad because i don't i really like i i have seen both sides i've seen like the beauty of it and the the necessity of it and the the beautiful things that can come from it. And I've seen the bad. And so, and I, and I think it is necessary and beautiful for so many people, but I also think that it can be very harmful for a lot of people. And I did have a gradual, as you can see in my prayer journals, I gradually get more and more distant and like so confused. And I do remember a day where I was in New York and I was being told that there was no God. And I was stupid for believing in God. And I was so confused and I was a few people, but I, Uh, I was in bed. It wasn't like a person on the, on on the street corner, like screaming. It was like someone you knew. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, who I don't talk to now, but there's, so I'm in bed and I'm crying because like everything I've ever believed in, I'm being told is wrong and a lie. And, um, by the way, I'm not saying I don't believe in God either. Like I don't, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I, I remember lying in bed and, and I said out loud alone in bed, I don't know if you're there. I don't know if you exist. Like talking to God and saying that sentence and sobbing because I felt so bad for saying that out loud. And 
I remember walking around New York City the next day waiting for like lightning to strike me for me to break my leg, get hit by a cab, something bad happening to me because I said that because I felt so guilty. I felt like I needed to be punished for saying that. And I thought God was going to punish me for that. And nothing happened. And I was okay. I was great even. Like I said that out loud and I didn't pray that day and I was fine. And I was like, what's going on? And then life went on and everything was the same regardless if I prayed or if I didn't. And that was a really, really hard, challenging, weird, like week for me. And so I think I'm still learning every day, like what I think and what I believe. And I think it's just important to just like keep your mind open and try to learn as much as you can about anything and everything, no matter who you're talking to, what religion they believe in or don't believe in, like to hear people and listen to their perspectives. Cause I think that no one knows anything for sure. I think it's important to just learn and like come to your own conclusion as opposed to like, this is what I'm being told by these people. So I have to believe it or else I'm going to die. Yeah. You know? So, um, anyway, I promise there's funny stuff in here too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It was was very interesting. I'm I'm not, I don't mean to make a crack at like you sharing like that story. It's very interesting. I thought you would like this because it's about you. I want you to know before you read this little section here that I, have only kissed a boy at this point. That's all I've done. Okay. And I'm like in my twenties. Okay. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Psalm. Is that from Psalm? Yeah. Psalm. Lord. Well, it's Psalm 51, seven. You know me too well. <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. Purifying me, my Lord. <laughs> I want to be pure for you and for my husband. For you. You both deserve that. Forgive me for those things that you and I both know should never have happened. Making out. That's what I was talking about. Making out. Yeah. I should have never made out with anyone else. So I thought this was interesting because of how much I was taught that like my body and me being pure was so important for a man later. But that wasn't taught. This is not the strange part, love. The strange part is that you're speaking... (laughs) <laughs> speaking first person to to uh, having a conversation with lord here that's not that's not strange that's strange. very common uh, okay. uh, well, that's, that's okay. what, that's, I don't that's, mean what to praying, like... that's what praying is that's what prayers are i guess it's yeah i understand that that yeah that that makes sense to me but i guess like seeing it from like a a, young, it's a teenage girl early 20s girl like like speaking it out in this kind of casual language in a journal mm-hmm. so I, like yeah i shouldn't say this strange that's the mm-hmm. wrong word but like is um we're gonna talk about love every uh it's amazing uh they're play kits that are designed and created by love every and they are designed by experts for your child's developing brain so you can feel confident you're giving your child the best start with a convenient plan for playtime they deliver play kits every two to three months that match your child's exact learning style stage so they have the right toys at the right time. It's more than just a box of toys. They give your family a support system for a brighter future. Each play kit comes with this play guide packed with expert tips, easy to play, and DIY at home activities. So we love this. Our our kid freaking loves the toys that come in this thing. And I love it because they're, first of all, they're like a really unique, like modern, clean like style so they don't like clutter up the house do you know what i mean yeah they're like really like cool and modern like montessori styled toys and i he loves them he's a smarty pants like he is 
So I love that he's playing, but also learning at the same time. It's my favorite just, thing to watch his face as he figures out one of these things. Right. Know? He's yeah. amazing. Love Every provides the map to help you confidently guide your child's learning. They take the guesswork out of choosing the right toys for early learning. And every detail is designed to be engaging so your kids can experience the joy of play while helping them grow their cute little brains. Their products are durable and top quality and all of their playthings are made with sustainably harvested wood, organic cotton, and baby-safe plastics. The play kits deliver expert-designed play essentials straight to your home every two to three months, starting at only $36 a month. We love it. Flynn loves it. I think you guys will love it too if you want to check it out. Activate free content tailored to your child's age and get a peek inside the play kits at Love Every's website. Visit L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y dot com slash relax to get started. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y dot com slash relax to get started. Check it out. You guys will love it. Um, I really was super impressed. I remember the first time I opened a box, I was like, love it. Look at this. This stuff is so cool. Like I was freaking out. It's really, it really impressed me the first time I opened it up. All right. Sorry. I know this is supposed to be like a comedy podcast. This one's kind of funny, but we're getting like so deep and serious. And there's some people who are like, stay away from politics. Don't talk about serious stuff. So I'm sorry to any of those people. Don't, don't keep listening today, I guess. <laughs> What's going to happen well, here? Like 10, 15 more minutes, I'm sure. But like, no, I just, I don't know because I wasn't expecting the last little part to get like into a deep, serious talk, you know? Uh-huh. But like, I love talks like I this. You These were, are my you favorite. Said, I don't know about this one. It's going to start a deep, serious talk. And then it did. Well, but I love the, those are my favorite kinds of talks. Yeah, who doesn't? Like, I wish all of you listening or watching were in the room with us and I could hear your opinions on these things and hear your perspective. Yeah. Like, these are my favorite kinds of conversations and they're most important. And I think that's the biggest thing. When you ask me well, like, yeah. my come to Jesus moment, whatever, when you ask me about that, like, that's, I think the most important thing for me was like talking to people who are different than me and instead of just immediately going like, no, they're wrong, like Christianity is the only way, listening to people who weren't Christians and like hearing them and understanding them and like he- truly listening and hearing why they were the way they were, why they believed in the things they believed in was like, it made me like such a better person and like a happier person to understand people on a deeper level instead mm-hmm. of just going like, no, this is the only way. So I just wish you all were with us right now. So I could just, well, talk we can, to we all. can pause for like five seconds and everybody listening to this in their car or mm-hmm. while they're cleaning their house can just scream their opinion, scream your opinion, or you can tweet it to us. Huh? Oh, sorry. Five seconds of silence for you to scream your opinion. Can I sing a song while they scream their opinion? Oh my gosh, you just can't let anyone else talk. Screaming (laughs) your opinion, just scream it out. Scream your opinion about religion. There. Give them five we seconds. Wow. See what it's like to be me? Now everyone listening knows what it's like to be me. What does that mean? Okay, have your five seconds when you're not listening to. No one wants five seconds of silence during a podcast, love. And it's like it's like watching Dora the Explorer. No one's gonna actually say their opinions during the silence. It's just gonna be awkward silence. You saw that funny TikTok about that? I'm assuming. I'm sure I have, but I also know this to be true. Whenever I watched Dora the Explorer when I was a nanny, it would drive me crazy. I'm like, these kids aren't responding. It's just awkwardly silent. As I had never, se- I had never seen it. Oh, you hadn't? Uh, and then I saw a TikTok where it was just it asking questions and then moments of it. Dora asking right. a question and then just moments of silence and strange blinking. Exactly. All right. Let's... Were kids supposed to then speak to the television? Yes. She's like, you know, asks a question like, where is the tree they were like, or whatever? Precious Dora. And you're supposed to be like, there behind you, Dora, there. And instead it's just silent. She's like, 
you're right. It's behind <laughs> me. <laughs> anyway, um, I did that with Flynn, by the way. I made a Miranda video where I was like, where's your nose? Where's your nose? And he just watched it. Like- and he just watched it with like a squinty face. Like, mm-hmm. what is she doing? It's mm-hmm. weirdo. Okay. I wrote, I'm reading First Corinthians and Paul writes in 1, 27 through 29 about our flaws and why you gave them to us. Thank you for my brokenness. Thank you for my faults. You can use them to help others come to you. So please do. I'm a liar. I'm manipulative. My family's a mess. I have no confidence and I'm selfish. I'm a mess. Use my past, my disgusting past to further your kingdom. Only you could use something that's so gross and turn it into something good. I am worldly. How do I stop that? I mean, I am what? Worldly. You've never heard that? Like being worldly? What does that, what, what does that mean to you like in this circumstance? Desiring um, things of like approval of the world and wanting things of the world as opposed to like just desiring God and a relationship with him. Like, um, What's so disgusting about you at this I point? I don't know. I'm telling you, like my little dramatic, um, intense, all or nothing brain couldn't like find a healthy medium in here. You it were was 32 like, when you wrote this. I was like, I wasn't. I just thought like the way that religion was taught to me just made me so insecure and made me feel like I was worthless. I was garbage. And and so, you know, I feel like I said, what? Mm. What? You can't touch your leg? You can't touch my leg, but it just looked like you were like, don't talk about this. <laughs> no. Is that what that squeeze in my, no. my leg? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying that's everyone's experience. I think it's like so beautiful for most people. My brain couldn't handle the way that I was taught things. Yeah. I just, I took it to an extreme and I'm very sensitive. And so anyone says anything negative and I turn it into like, everyone hates me and I'm the worst person in the world. And I did that with this. A lot of time, it sounds like. So this one is, again, the same kind of theme here, love. We got, you want to read it? Yeah, let's go out on a high note here. No, it's not a high note. There's more. <laughs> There's more there. When you ask, you do not receive. Because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. It's saying like, if you asked and you didn't receive. Is like that if, a, it's first from the Bible? Yeah, it's James. It's in James. So it's like saying like, if you asked and you didn't receive, it's because you did it wrong, essentially. With that verse. Is my religion worthless? James one twenty six makes me feel as though it is. James one twenty six says, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. So we're using your tongue a lot? So I thought that meant like, yeah, using your tongue like... Um, Go ahead. And it, saying bad words or saying things that weren't of the Lord, like saying things that were worldly, that meant... So I was like, oh no, I'm worthless. My religion is worthless. I'm a horrible Christian. Like, because I just took things so literally. You know what I mean? What? What are you reading? Well, on the other side here, uh, the pictures I draw make me laugh. Smiley face. And... uh Susie and Mickey are making out right now. Lord, make them stop. Lord Jesus, speak to me prayer. today. When? What? That? What? I don't know. When who? When I talk Lord to Jesus, a boy, speak through me today. When a boy and I talk. Let's call him Jeff. I just love Dyson. that. I just love that. I my prayers are like make these people stop kissing. Also. Like everyone's just making out. I picture just a circle of people just making out. Mm-hmm. It's like Caligula around you. And you're just sitting there being like, Lord. It wasn't. It was two people kissing. And I must have been on like a tour bus or something. 
But uh, anyway, I have a lot hilarious of hilarious love. Oh, stop. So... I'm not trying to be funny. I was just like, I thought those I'm were kidding. interesting. Stop. You stop. Um, I just thought those were interesting. You know what I mean? I thought it was interesting. You sure are. Do you, what do you think? Like, do you think it's like interesting to read those? Do you, do you read those and go like, I can't believe that's you? Or are you like, no, it sounds like you. <laughs> that's kind of why I wanted you to read them. I, I, cause I read those and I go, oh my gosh, I can't believe how, like how much I beat myself up. And I can't believe I, cause I still beat myself I up can, a lot. Yeah. But. You still, you still do like, you know what I mean? When the internet is a certain way towards you, you've certainly fall apart. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> You're very hard on yourself uh, when it comes to um, that and like your career in general. Like it's, I've, I've, you're very hard on yourself when mm-hmm. you when you sh- when when you shouldn't be mm-hmm. when it's not. There's nothing justifiable about it. You were very hard on yourself. Um, so I do see like the um, the similarities there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem like a different person in right? a bit though, because like you are you're very like um, yeah I don't know clear headed and caring and sweet and, and charitable and accept you're so accepting, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you would never, you don't shame anybody and you don't, you don't discriminate, but, <laughs> but a lot of this just seems like, um, like it should be part of an eight part HBO documentary series or something. I, so like, uh, I don't really know. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many entries I could have put in here. I just put, I was trying to put ones in that might like spark conversation between us and like, there's probably way, I don't know how I'm like, when is she going to get to the part where, where she gets branded? You know what I mean? Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, I, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, a I lot that of was the, the next page, a lot of the journal entries are like about that topic about like feeling worthless and not good enough. And then there's a lot about like, I'm not going to be good enough for a man. Like a man will never love me. A lot of my focus was on like finding a guy who would love me because then I would feel lovable and then I would feel pretty if a guy loved me, you know? And then there's... Ride a bicycle. Go to the movies, kids. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a lot like... Because I did a lot of missions trips and there's a lot of interesting things about those experiences. Um, I don't know what to go... I don't know what's interesting and what's not. I went to skateboard camp. You did? Mm -hmm. What do you do at skateboard camp? Did you just skate? You just skate. You got to skate with like there was like pro skaters that would like teach you how to skateboard. Really? It's called uh, it's called Woodward. It was like Where was upstate it? upstate Pennsylvania. Did you sleep there? Yeah, it was like a sleepover camp for like a week. I didn't know anybody. I made barely any friends, but there was like professional skateboarders there, and you can they had all the ramps that you could ride. Was it fun for days? Yeah, I remember it being really fun. How yeah. old are you? Uh, th- 13, 14. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Your parents let you the sleep only, away for a it's week? the only like sleepaway camp I ever went to in my life. I never did one. Yeah. I never did Remember a I got camp. a cold. At the sleepaway camp? Yeah. So like of the six days I was there, I was like sick for four of them. Didn't make many friends. Wow. I was very shy. Mm-hmm. But I got to like skateboard all day and just have the <gasps> best time. Is it Tony Hawk a skateboarder? Was he there? I don't know. He was. He was, yeah. he was there. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You met Tony Hawk. Isn't he I've famous? I've met him a couple times. Yeah. What? I feel like that's a big deal. Isn't he famous? Sure is. He has a video game and everything. He has many videos. And games. you're friends with him. I'm not friends with him. You, I've just, I never I've just knew like, you knew no, him. I've been to like de- like they would like kind of go on tour like a band or something. They would go to like local skate shops and they would uh, show up and like do a demo, which is where they would like skateboard and mm-hmm. you would watch and then ask them to like sign your skateboard deck. Wow. You don't know about this? Your skateboard what? Deck, like the wooden, oh, the wooden part. I heard a different word. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, forgive me hey, for that. 
Thanks for listening. That's the end of our podcast. I feel like now I just want you to keep reading these journal entries. But maybe not. I don't know that it's entertaining for a podcast. Maybe this was a bad idea for a podcast, but it was entertaining for me and my brain. Yeah. I mean, we could have had this conversation at like 4 a.m. After like doing a bunch of drugs or something. What? You know what I mean? Um, But yeah. It sounds like a conversation to me like a little bit that would happen. Oh, I like to do those sober. Do people do those only when they're high or something? I love these conversations. You know, I was, I don't know. I've seen it in a movie once. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for watching everybody and listening everybody to our strange episode. Um, Hope you liked it. Let us know if you did. Um, And if you didn't like it, um, I'm very fragile. So say it nicely. Uh, (laughs) We have a really fun cover of our theme song today that we're excited to share with you guys. Thank you. Continue to bring, send those to us. We love when you guys cover the theme song in unique and silly and fun ways. Um, And we, I feel like, to it. Or if you want to like uh, rewrite it, rewrite it or redo one of the other songs that we've done on this podcast. Oh, yeah. If you want to cover any song we've ever if you done, want to cover any, awesome. like, I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, people really liked your song last week. They um, did? Yeah, it was awesome. I don't know. With the Say electric it. guitar. The like. They liked music. it? Yeah, the lullaby. What they was say? Awesome. They said they liked it. Who? People. Who I don't know. their names? I don't know their names. I didn't memorize their names. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, send in your covers. We love that stuff so much. It's so sweet and so fun to see everyone's covers. And thank you for listening. Thank you. I don't know why you've made it to the end. Stop footsieing me. It was an accident. You literally, not only did you footsie me just now, you scraped me with your toenail, which is like I know, double I whammy. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. The world is scary and we're locked in our home But now we have big microphones So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.